the ability to shift your perspective and question what you know so that you can seek the answers that you don't know. Not just about completely opening your mind to everything that's out there. You know, you do have limits. Religion and spirituality are really good examples of this. It's not woo-woo, it's not fluffy, and it's not pretty. But it's real and it's, it's something that you can actually work towards doing. Hey Sarah, today's going to be a light episode. I hear we're just telling spooky stories. And you got some candles going. I do, and, yeah. And I assume it's dark where you are. Um, it's still pretty light outside. So I I've like blocked off as much of the light as I can so that I can feel like I'm in like my spooky studios telling spooky stories by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I that's what I was picturing. I pictured you just shut all the blinds, <laughs> turned on the candles, and you're ready for your own well, private goosebumps. Yeah, I uh, to be honest though, the the blinds in my studio are um, makeshift um, because I accidentally like tore down my blinds while I was trying to kill a fly. <laughs> so 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 like my blinds right now are like a mishmash of like fabric taped to the window, and then I have like a giant pad of paper on one of my shelves to block out the lights. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Yeah, so it's good. And then I have like photos kind of like tucked inside the the window so that like blocks out some light. There's a picture of you and me. Wow. So so Which one? we're also up there. Um the one from my wedding where you are holding me and then our two other buddies are holding me sideways. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... so that's my setup. Uh, let's right. let's maybe get get started Sarah so you have more spooky stories than me so I'll let you go first right so we're kind of doing like when I was thinking of this episode I was like oh we could do like spooky and unexplainable stories yeah because to, to me I I have no idea what these are <laughs> but I think they're really cool and they're fun to talk about like I, I yeah I don't know I think it's gonna be good yeah, definitely. Well, that's how I look at it, too, is, um, you know, I, I don't know if you've heard of William Shatner's show, The Unexplained. No, I haven't. Oh, it's great. He just talks about mysterious things all over the world, unexplained events, phenomenons, whatever. Before that, he's almost kind of redoing it because before he had a, the same show, but he called it Weird or What, which I like way better. So, yeah, my stories are going to be weird or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably mine too. I've got some <laughs> some weird dream ones in here too that have been happening. So that'll be that'll be interesting. I think, and especially the dream ones are interesting to me uh, because I've been diving so much into my psyche and trying to understand my brain and how it works. So. So it's been interesting, very, very interesting to see what happens to my dreams nowadays. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle, Sarah. The what? The jungle. The jungle. Yeah. It's jungle, mm-hmm. but you pronounce it like young goal. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <Okay. laughs> <laughs> That's just how my brain works. 
All right. <laughs> Your brain's going to be weird after this one. <laughs> Probably mine too. I'm excited to hear yours. Yeah. I'm excited to hear yours too. Yeah. So my first one, I'm not going chronological at all because I'm just going to go with the one that's most interesting to me that I think is is a good one to start with because it's, I think it's the possibly the creepiest thing that's happened to me maybe as far as I can I I can think of but um so it was back last year uh kind of around the same time yeah I guess it was like right as things were like shutting down um and like lockdowns and stuff were happening and so I was home alone for probably a month and a half to two months while Jess, like my wife, was in camp. She was working away from home for for two months, pretty much. So I was home alone and there's the two dogs with me and it makes me feel better to have them, especially at night. So I was getting ready for bed the one night and I lock all the doors in the house and we have a lock on our bedroom door and I was like in bed I was like settling in I think I was reading actually and the dogs were in the bedroom with me and they were just sleeping and in the spring like usually when the snow is melting and all that stuff and we start turning the um, air conditioning or the heating like back and forth because it's kind of weird with the weather like today it snowed a whole bunch and now it's like completely gone so it kind of makes our furnace weird like it starts clanking a lot so that's kind of creepy in itself like when you're home alone and you're just you're hearing sounds coming from the basement it's it's not fun um but like I was used to it because we've been in this house for for a while now and so I was like okay yeah I know like it's the it's the furnace clanking or whatever, like it always does. It has a very distinct noise to it. So like you always know, like it kind of gives you a jump when it first starts up and then kind of just like dies down after a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, I know what uh, you mean. It just gives you a little jump and you're kind of like, oh my God, is somebody downstairs? And then you're like, no, no, it's just the furnace being the furnace. That's fine. It's not fun to listen to. It's disturbing, but whatever. Um, So (laughs) this particular night that um, it had been happening for several nights beforehand. And this night I was in bed. I was getting ready to go to sleep and it started up. And then it died down. I was like, okay, like it's done for the night, whatever. And then suddenly there was like this very distinct noise of footsteps running up and down the stairs (laughs) like completely different from the sound that the furnace makes and it was just like over and over and over and it was like up the stairs down the stairs up the stairs down the stairs like it sounded like footsteps and just like over and over and over and I was like in bed just like frozen because I didn't want to get up and look because I was like this doesn't make any sense 
if somebody was in the house, I would imagine they would just like come up the stairs and that would be it. But this was like back and forth and it was like running. <laughs> I was like, oh goodness, I am alone. It is like very late at night. The dogs are in the room and like they, I can't even remember if they were like hearing it or freaked out because I was just like so focused on like not wanting to go and peek out into the hallway. So after it had been going on for a couple minutes, I was like, okay, like I just need to go see and I really don't want to, but I just need to see for myself. So I unlocked the door and I looked down the hallway, just like very scared. And I like went over to the stairs and there was nothing and the noise had stopped. I was like, okay, that was very strange. So I went back to the bedroom, locked the door, crawled back into bed, and it started as soon as I got back into bed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So that, um, and, it, and then after a while, it, it did die down. But that, like, that is the weirdest thing probably that has happened in this house. And uh, it's weird, though, because I've had problems with those stairs before at another time, which I'll tell later. But, yeah, it was just very strange, very unexplainable. And it was just what scared me the most was that it was just so different from any other noise that I've ever heard in this house since we've lived here and it has never happened since yeah that is pretty creepy i mean <laughs> it could it could just be your house shifting like with the temperature oh yeah it, i yeah, like my it, it brain naturally <laughs> it naturally uh expands and contracts with the with the changing temperature and oh i know my brain but, was like cycling through like all the things that it could possibly be but it it was so it was just such a weird noise. Like it was, it just sounded like footsteps, which was yeah. so strange. But yeah, like I, I am very skeptical when it comes to stuff like that. Like my brain wants to be like, no, that's this, that's that. It's nothing paranormal. It's completely normal. Nothing to be afraid of. But yeah, that was, that was one of the weirdest things that's happened in this house. Yeah, and it sounds like it doesn't happen very often. It hasn't happened since. Which is weird. Very spooky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my, my little Kickstarter story. So uh, we were thinking that we could just go back and forth. So if you have one lined up, have yeah, I got, a, I got a spooky old house story. There's kind of two things that happened in that house. It's a... Uh, old place that we were renting and I was in junior high and uh, it's like family owned house landlords kept it in the family the kids watched it they're older but anyway uh, I had this bunk bed in junior high this metal bunk bed and it was in the middle of the room no and, yeah it was in the middle of the room so like all the furniture that I had on the left side was my desk my chair and on the right side of my dresser, whatever, right? And to get from one side of the room to the other, I had to crawl through the bunk bed. It's really weird. 
really weird setup. Oh, interesting. The, yeah, the, the room was long and skinny and the bunk bed kind of divided it in half. I don't know why I made it that way, but it worked for me at the time. Anyway, uh, one night I went to sleep and when I woke up, my computer chair was on the other side of my bunk bed and it was facing me like like a chair at a hospital bed it was just facing me <laughs> so i got up no i was like dad did you move my chair and he goes no it's like are you sure you didn't move my chair he goes no you must have done it last night it's like oh, okay maybe i did i don't know maybe i'm sleepwalking but we had to take the bunk bed apart to get the chair back to the other side of what? the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I was freaking out because I was like, this that's not normal. That's not right. That's not normal. Even if I was sleepwalking, how the hell did it get to the other side of the room? Like, <laughs> you know, I didn't <laughs> we we had to dismantle <laughs> the bunk bed. And uh I'm freaking out about it. And the next morning I wake up and the chair is facing me again but it's on the right side of the room. And so immediately I look at the door and my dad's like peeking in, giggling, like waiting for me to freak out. <laughs> son, of, son of a bitch. <laughs> what a rascal. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh, I just, I just imagine like some paranormal thing, just like whipping your chair across the room. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like it, it didn't wake me up. I went to sleep. It was on one side of the room. I woke up. It was on the other side of the room. So I don't know if I, I did something in my sleep, somehow got it to the other side <laughs> of the room. But uh, yeah, it was just really weird. And um, yeah, in that house, we used to have like all sorts of weird things happen. Like lights would come on and off randomly. It was a really old house. And um, and then... Uh, it, came, it became apparent that um, my landlord's mother had died in the house. So, of course, I got super superstitious. <laughs> and the first summer, this is the same summer, I bought a humidifier because I used to get, like, really bad nosebleeds. And I would run it in the middle of the night. And I remember I woke up and my walls were bleeding and, no. like, stuff dripping on my face. And I was like, what the? And I could, it was just moonlight, right? Like it was dark, but I could see the walls and I see all this stuff running down the walls. And I was like, what the fuck? So I turn on the light and it turns out it was just uh, the nicotine. The humidity was pulling the nicotine out of the walls. Oh my God. Because <laughs> they used to smoke in the house and they just painted over it without cleaning the walls. So, <laughs> Oh my goodness. The, the stuff dripping on me, it was dark and I thought it was blood. It wasn't, it was <laughs> nicotine, but it was like, fuck. <laughs> My landlord's dead mom doesn't want me in here. Oh my gosh. No, scared the shit out of me. (laughs) No kidding. Like, like that isn't even really that much better. Like, to have your walls seeping nicotine. Yeah. Oh my God. Lots of weird things from lights, like randomly turning on in the middle of the night to things just turning off. But it was a really old house. And had a really janky history. <laughs> so it's just, it was, it's one of those really weird or what situations. 
Yeah, no kidding. It makes you wonder too. Oh, that's so strange about the chair. Yeah, the chair, I can't I can't explain the chair. The the lights were probably just really like like the electrical was starting to go, probably the springs and the switches were going and stuff like that. Um the the bleeding walls. <laughs> I figured out. <laughs> but uh <laughs> the chair I never never figured out how the chair got to the other side of the room so oh interesting your your story reminded me of um another one for me too actually um because yeah yeah <laughs> it's a spooky house story Ooh. so uh my parents when we moved into it would have been our third house um can't really remember how old I was uh I was in grade two though when we when we moved into um our third house it's the house that they're still in and uh I'm not sure at what point that we had like a housewarming party um and it was conversations that my parents had with neighbors in our little cul-de-sac there um and basically one of the neighbors had asked my mom if she had seen the ghost yet (laughs) so yay you know housewarming party that's good to hear but uh yeah so um obviously no uh but my mom this is this is kind of partially my mom's story I can't really tell that much but I I have a part in it and um like there were times that my mom would say that she she had woken up and seen like a woman with long hair, long dark hair, just kind of by her bed and stuff. And my parents, uh, I guess, master bathroom was attached to their closet. So they had like a kind of like a hallway closet, which was really strange. It was like in the bathroom, but it was kind of this like creepy, dark, like walk-in closet. And um, at the very end of it, there was a like a, a full body mirror hanging on the wall. And then if you were to walk to the very end of that and turn around, you immediately face their shower all the way across the bathroom. Like there's no door in between. Ooh. So <laughs> and so uh, th- there's always this like really weird feeling. Uh, like I've never actually seen anything like anything paranormal but I get like weird feelings and uh there's always a weird feeling in like that upstairs closet and like I had known about this this apparent ghost that was in uh kind of that area of the house that my mom used to see and uh there was one night that I was having a shower in their upstairs shower and uh, the power went out while I was showering. And <laughs> this, like, <laughs> massive feeling of just complete dread, like, washed over me. Because I was well, like, yeah. it Your is- power goes out and you're literally <laughs> naked. It's like, literally. Oh, <laughs> the only thing worse than that is, is, like, if you're in a public bathroom stall pooping and the power goes out. Oh no. Oh my god. So vulnerable. That happened to me once. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry for you. 
but go on. You were showering and the power went out. Yeah, and- so I was showering and the power went out. So I was in complete pitch black. And uh, all I had was just like this immense feeling of like being watched from like the hallway closet. <laughs> and it was just so terrible. And I was so terrified. And I was a kid. So like all I could think to do was like curl up in a ball in the corner of the shower and just like scream my head off. Oh my god! So um, yeah, that was fun. I uh, I had family members come to my aid. I was okay. It was just a very very creepy experience after um everything that we had kind of heard from my mom and about the house. So yeah, that was pretty terrible as a kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's a premise for a scary movie right there. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just about as bad as opening your mirror while you're brushing your teeth and closing it. <laughs> you never know what's going to be there. I, know. <laughs> I hate those mirrors. I hate them with a passion. Yeah. It's been wired into me. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't yeah. imagine imagine like not having a door and just being able to peer into a, a closet from your shower. It's really strange. <laughs> it's just one long hallway of <laughs> shower, bathroom, sink, clothes. It's it's so strange to me. I don't I don't I don't get it. What about humidity? It just seems like they don't mix. No. That that is the real horror story is the interior <laughs> the <design>. interior design. <laughs> yeah. Spooky story number four. <laughs> yeah, but what what do you do you have one? Another oh, one? I got lots. Yeah. I got lots. Actually, one that, that came to mind, um, it's more recent. Was uh I'd gone over to a friend's house. It was uh, a writer I used to work with when I was doing comic books. And he wanted to get into recording Let's Plays, you know, where you play video games and and stream and people watch you. And for some reason, that's entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so and he wanted to do a scary game because he gets scared very easily. And I don't. He thought it would be a good contrast. So came over. It was late. I think we started around 10 or 11 p.m. And uh, he, he got everything set up. We got the start menu going. All the lights are off. Cameras are rolling. And then he, uh, we just hear this, like, something smash in the kitchen. And he goes, oh, can you check that out? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So I go. There's a broken cup on the floor. I said, hey, dude, I think one of your cats knocked your cup off the counter. Because, you know, cats, they do that. He's got two. And he goes, no, dude. The cats are with my girlfriend vacationing with her parents. We're the only ones here. And then I was like, oh, that's super weird. And he went and checked out the cup and he goes, yeah, that was all the way back against the wall. I don't know how that got off the counter. And I said, wait, did you, uh, did you send me knowing that that was probably a ghost? He goes, yeah, man, everyone knows the guy who goes to look dies first. Jeez, thanks. <laughs> oh no, you're done. <laughs> done. I I was fine. I was it didn't spook me, but 
he was thoroughly spooked for the rest of the night. <laughs> was so he much. spooked? Was he spooked when it like when it smashed? Yeah, but it didn't. I didn't clue into it at first because they were just like, "What was that?" And he was like, "Dude, can you check that out?" Like, <laughs> yeah, and I just thought he wanted me to to check it out while he got the game set up. You know, like I'm busy, go do this thing. <laughs> but no, he was actually terrified at the time. Oh, because <laughs> he knew that there were the cats were gone and nobody was home, and I didn't know that. I thought the <laughs> cats were just being cats, you know. So send the send the unsuspecting person up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love scary games. But I, I don't play video games anymore. There's so many other things to do. You're like, oh, man, I wish I could play games, but I've got to do this adult stuff. And then for some reason, the adult stuff is fun. <laughs> 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 like I made a spreadsheet the other day and I was like, that was fun. <laughs> Black, what happened oh, to me? No. <laughs> that makes that makes me feel better. Um, because like my uh my birthday present or my supposed to be birthday present was like a spiralizer. I just really wanted a spiralizer and I uh I didn't know Jess was gonna get me one. So I went out and bought one and uh she was so mad because then she had to figure out a new a new birthday present. Oh man. But I got so excited. Now I can spiral my zucchinis. <laughs> <laughs> Zucchini so spaghetti. Yeah. Zucchini getty. Zoodles. Zo- you were trying really hard. I am trying really hard. I'm trying to come up with a name. I'm also derailing this podcast. <laughs> hey, well, I can always cut it out. That's good. Plus. The word zoodles could be very spooky. Zoodles. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to swing that. <laughs> All right, Sarah, you got any more spooky stories? I do. I'm wondering if I should go into one of my dream ones. Uh, it was very strange. Um, I think the dream ones get more and more interesting to me the more I try to understand how my brain works. And uh, I know I had told you a while back that I was experimenting with my dreams and uh, like remembering them. And yeah, uh, yeah, so, I mean, this is not really related to the story, but maybe it's interesting. Um, So lately I've been experimenting with trying to remember my dreams simply by just like when I'm laying in bed about to go to sleep, I just like repeat in my head that I I will remember my dreams. And it's very interesting um, actually waking up the next morning and remembering very vividly everything that happens. Because there's a lot of times where I'll dream and I'll wake up and it's like really hazy and then it's gone. And like the days, or I guess the nights that I like do that a couple times over and over before I go to sleep, I can write like, paragraphs upon paragraphs about my dreams and I was wondering if that was like if anybody else has had that before so I I just asked Jess one day I was like hey like and I showed her like the notes in my phone because I usually write them in my my notepad on my phone I was like hey like can you ever remember like this much about your dream and I'm just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling she's like no I don't (laughs) I'm like oh that's kind of cool, but 
that's not a spooky story. But um, anyways, in regards to uh, this dream. So I've never, ever dreamt about my grandparents. Uh, so that would be my great grandmother and my grandpa who have both uh, passed away and have long been passed away now. And uh, there was an especially rough patch that I was going through a couple months back. And like, it was just, it was just a shit day, honestly. And uh, I had woken up that morning and I had been awake for a while. I worked out and then I was kind of back in bed and I was kind of drifting off again and it was like really hazy of a dream but I dreamt of both my great-grandmother and my grandpa in the same dream together and they just like embraced me and gave me both a hug like at the same time and then I woke up and I was like whoa that was really weird (laughs) And I like I felt so much better, like peaceful about the whole situation that was happening in my life at the time. And I was like, that that was incredibly weird. And I just like felt calm after I woke up because I had been like having a really hard time before that when I had been trying to go to sleep again. So I was like, whoa, (laughs) that was that was really neat. And it was just really comforting. So that was kind of cool. It's not too much of a spooky story, but it's kind of like. I'm going to say that that's a great story, but it's not <laughs> spooky, Sarah. It's I, I feel like <laughs> like to me, it's not spooky. It's just like, how strange is it that like at like such a shit time that I was going through, it was like that happened. Like I've never had a dream about them ever. It's, it was just very strange. Yeah. Well, it's a nice dream, though. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. It's, but it's, it's, I hear that from a lot of people. It's, uh, they don't really remember their dreams. So, no, it's good. It's uh, something to try anyway. I will remember this dream. What I know. I name? feel so creepy. <laughs> yeah you're not it's not creepy i know a lot lots of people that that try to remember their dreams and write them down immediately when they wake up because you have that moment where you think about the dream and then you only have like five seconds before it's gone like a fart in the wind (laughs) like a fart in the wind very elusive gone yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no it's uh Where do I go from here? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. (laughs) That was a Gone with the Wind reference. Yes, I got that. (laughs) That was very, very good. (laughs) Yeah, give Um, it a try. You should give it a try. Um, Anyone that is listening should give it a try. It's very interesting when you start uh, seeing what your brain can do just through suggestion. Oh, yeah. And and dream theory and dream interpretation could be like probably several episodes. Oh, we could go we very it. deep. Yeah, we could go very deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this podcast is about spooky stories, Sarah. <laughs> okay, 
Um, Yeah. Do you have one? I have one. I have one and it will tie into my last one. Oh, good. And okay. So there, I got this one buddy and he's a bit of a sleepwalker. Nothing too dramatic. Right. Just kind of sits up sometimes and mumbles and then goes back to sleep. Sometimes you can almost have a conversation with him, (laughs) but, uh, nothing, nothing besides that. Anyway, um, one, one night there was a bunch of us over at his place. So I think this was in high school and he had, uh, he had this radio that you could put your iPod on, right? The little iPod attachment, like an iHome almost. And we we're playing music. We all passed out. And at three in the morning, the radio just comes on and it's blasting metal, heavy metal music. And it's super freaking loud. So we both wake up. I was in the guest room. He was in his bedroom and we had a buddy sleeping on the couch in the living room where the radio was. And we're just like, the fuck's he doing? It's 3 a.m. Why would he turn the radio on? So we run out and we're like, dude, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I don't I don't know. It just came on. So my one buddy runs over and he unplugs it and it keeps playing. Like it doesn't stop, doesn't turn off. It just keeps going. We're just like, what the hell? And it played, I think it played for like five more seconds. And he's just holding the plug, staring at us. <laughs> and so after we're like, what the hell was that? And the only explanation that I could come up with to remotely explain it was that that the radio was drawing power from the iPod. And that's why it was able to stay on when it was unplugged from the wall. Other than that, I don't know, it was pretty freaky. Choice of music, witching hour, and and then wondering if like my buddy slept walk, turned it on, and then went back to bed before we got up. Oh, weird. I don't know. So <laughs> it was super weird. We still talk about it to this day. I'll never forget the look on his face after he pulled the plug out of the wall and <laughs> realized it's still going. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like we're gonna die, kind of like no. <laughs> this is how a horror movie starts. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so weird or what? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, that's strange. <laughs> Could you imagine if it had gone on any longer? I would have been yeah, like, well... out of there super fast. Oh yeah, yeah, that or we would have gotten beaten by his parents. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell are you doing? It wasn't me. <laughs> it's a ghost, I swear. <laughs> yeah, he he was so freaked out that he actually tossed that radio in the garbage. He got rid of it the next day. So, <laughs> that was a actually, perfectly good radio, I think. Oh, you know, if anything, if it was possessed, that just increases the value. <laughs> yeah, you could get a lot of money for that. Yeah. <laughs> Buy my Satan's radio. <laughs> nice. That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a bit. It reminds me of uh you know those like animatronic dogs that you can get, like pets or whatever? Um, oh yeah. 
I never like, had one, like but I kids. remember them. Yeah, they yeah. they used to do flips, and they had like like the emoji screen face. Like, the, yep. These ones were like like stuffed animals, except not stuffed. Um, they were stuffed with batteries. But <laughs> I had I had one of those, and uh, I had a toy bin in my closet. Uh, this is in our third house, and um, it used to turn on in the middle of the night and make noise in the toy box. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was not fun. <laughs> That's super creepy. I've heard a lot of stories like that about Furbies. And I'm yeah, kind of, right? I'm pretty glad I never had a Furby because those things they're just <laughs> creepy on their own. I don't well, know. yeah, like their faces. I know people love them, but they always creep me out. They're weird, like slow blinking dead eyes and their beaks and their lack of hands. I don't know. They're yeah, just... they're really weird, hey? And they talk too, right? Imagine yeah. that turning on in your closet and it just starts like, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I, I would just kick it. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, nasty. Yeah, no, they're, that would drive me nuts. They're they're weird, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't a fan. We uh, we got rid of it after it it was doing it a lot. So too too bad for it. Shouldn't have acted up. It was acting up. Yeah. That's pretty creepy about the radio. Yeah. Yep. I uh I actually that is perfectly onto my next story because it involves not a radio but a speaker, like a Bluetooth speaker that you okay. uh, you connect your phone to. So when I do witchy shit. Um, it's it's uh it's only ever happened on full moon or new moon nights that I that I have my little setup in our living room and uh, I use the speaker every single day, like all the time. It's always on, and uh, so I have this speaker that I play music on while I'm doing my my tarot readings and lighting candles and meditating. And so I have it uh, playing music throughout my evenings where I'm doing this in the living room. And uh, it's only on these nights that it does this. And I have no explanation for this, but it'll play music and then it'll shut off and I'll have to like go and turn it on and it'll play music for a little bit and it'll shut off. And it's, it's the, this is after it has been fully charged. It is plugged into the wall. There's like no reason that it should be turning off is when it's turned into the wall. And it never does this at any other time. Like I play it all the time. And it's only on these nights where I'm doing stuff that it acts up. And it, it'll just like turn off repeatedly. And I like, I started getting pissed off at it the one night. Cause I was just like, I just want to meditate, man. Just let me play my music. And, uh, it, it, <laughs> after I gave it shit, I kid you not, it did not turn off for the rest of the night. The one time that I flipped out at it, I was like, come on. You got a little prankster. You I got know. A little prankster in your house. 
running up oh. and down the stairs. Oh man. Turning on and off your music. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I want to make a recommendation, Sarah. Oh yes, say, please. Uh maybe don't use any Ouija boards in that house. <laughs> yeah, I uh I'm probably never gonna go near one. Because <laughs> like I'm not I'm not scared super easily by like monsters or like I don't I don't know. The the thing that creeps me out the most is like paranormal like ghost like activity whatever you want to call it spirits whatnot like things that you can't see that just like mess with you or just like do do random stuff or just like show up at the foot of your bed like stuff like that <laughs> it gets to me that was specific. <laughs> like, yeah no well i'm just going off from my mom's story but yeah it's uh <laughs> like that stuff oh man i i don't dig it <laughs> i have no wish and i've actually like made it very clear like when things are going weird and wonky like in my head i'm like i do not want to see a ghost i have no desire to see a ghost please don't hang out here <laughs> you're not welcome <laughs> you burn some sage tell yes. it to go away <laughs> yes <laughs> I just I don't have a desire, at least not right now in my life, to to have an experience like that. I don't care who it is, even if it's great grandma. I, d I don't just just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Actually, that reminds me of my last story. Um, since you mentioned monsters, it, it reminded me of uh, of folklore, like, uh, you know, local legends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So once once upon a time, back in 2013, uh, me and my sleepwalking friend went to Thailand. We were on this. Uh, we went with a tour group, went all over the place. And uh, at the beginning of the tour, we started off in Bangkok, and uh, it was more of a party tour. So they would take them out to all the touristy places, and I, I didn't really want to do that. So I, you were allowed to leave the group if you wanted, and I did. And I went to this museum where they were talking about apparently, allegedly at the time, they had found some fairy corpses and they were on display at the museum in Bangkok. And there's they're all over the news. I don't know if they're real or not, but um, you can look them up. They're on the Internet and uh, they have photos of them and stuff. Think what you want. Anyway, the local legend there, they're called, I think they're called Nori Panu. That's. I'm probably not pronouncing that correct. But from what I learned at the museum is that these were these fairies uh, live in the middle of the jungle and they protect a hidden castle with a princess in it. And they protect the princess from lustful men. And that's that's the story, right? And then they go into how uh, Buddha went into the forest to meditate and these fairies found him and then he did some, I don't know, he demonstrated that he was pure of heart and everything. So they didn't abduct him or do anything to him, I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought it was really cool because I like folklore. It was really interesting. Kind of forgot about it. Went on with the rest of the trip for the next two months. Ended the trip in Laos. And we were like up in this uh, 
like jungle city or not city but like a really small town in the middle of the jungle beautiful we had this like uh upper level terrace hotel room big balcony uh double doors and just looking out into these like mountains jungle mountains it's great and also we cheaped out and we didn't buy the air conditioning so it was too hot to sleep and uh anyway we're we're sleeping one night and my fr my friend sits up just like bolts up and i'm awake because i don't do well in the heat and he's just kind of looking around kind of frantic and i was like what what's wrong like what, what's up with you and he's just like oh, oh, oh. and he started screaming and he's like flailing he's whipping his pillows everywhere he's whipping the sheets everywhere and he's um, screaming this is like what is happening with you why are you freaking out right now and he, all he said was little girls everywhere and he, he's just like whipping shit around the room so i didn't know what to do i panicked and i just slapped him as hard as i could on the chest and i winded him and it seemed to like stop him oh my god and he just kind of like uh, it, yeah and he got his breath back he was still asleep though it didn't wake him up and then he kind of sat there for a little bit and he was like picking things out of his ears like each ear one by one like nothing he wasn't like really picking it was like he was pulling things out of his ears and i was just sitting there like oh fuck and all i could think about was the nori panu legend like the little the fairies in the jungle and i and he just like rolled over went back to sleep blankets pillows on the floor doesn't remember any of it because <laughs> woke up in the morning i was like i'm really sorry i hit you last night but you were freaking out and he's like you hit me <laughs> he doesn't remember any of it and i did not sleep that entire night because i was like all i could think about was the the, the local legend <laughs> oh my goodness. holy shit and we left the doors open up. i know right it's nuts um because usually his sleepwalking is just like he just sits up and he talks a little bit and he goes back to sleep but this one he like flipped out and yeah, I don't know. It was a really weird coincidence, but it freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you like? Did you tell him about the what is it? The Nori Panu. The Nori Panu. Yeah, I did. Panu? I did. I did later. Not at first. because I was, was kind of like, that's weird, and I didn't. I didn't well, want to freak. After though. Yeah. No. No. I mean, I didn't tell him until like after the trip. Oh. Yeah, I, I just kind of sat with it for a bit. I was like, because he's a really practical guy. He doesn't really believe in that shit. But <laughs> except for his Satan's radio, he believes in that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was super weird. Um, oh, that's so strange. Like the plucking <laughs> things out of his ears. Yeah, it was almost like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. But I definitely closed the doors after <laughs> and then <laughs> sat there all night afraid to fall asleep oh no kidding <laughs> oh that's so like it, it's it's just cool and kind of creepy <laughs> it's spooky spooky yeah 
Weird. Yeah, that's probably probably the weirdest one I think that I have. Yeah. Yeah. And like to to experience that, like see somebody else just like freaking out. Yeah, I mean he could have just been having a nightmare. Um you know. Makes you wonder though. Makes you scratch your chin hairs. Yeah. Not mine, yours. Yeah, my chin hairs. <laughs> I hope you don't have chin hairs. <laughs> no, no. Thankfully not. Um, All right, Sarah. Do you have one more story for us? Well, it's kind of tied into the last one that I told, but it's like I have a couple like small little punchy ones. I didn't get punched. They're just s- small stories. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like um, in addition to like the nights where this speaker goes on its little temper tantrums, um, I uh, additionally, when I do tarot readings only on these nights, um i will be shuffling my cards and as i'm picking them i feel like there are two hands on the sides of my arms like by my shoulders not on top of my shoulders but on the sides and they kind of they just like push in <laughs> And that is that is a that is a feeling that I get only only on these nights and um it gets very cold and like I will like get just like chills throughout my whole entire body <clears throat> when I'm doing card pulls and stuff on this night. So and it and it's only when I'm doing tarot readings, which is really strange. Like it's it's only in that that moment that I have this feeling but it's very much so like two two hands <laughs> so that's really fun i just kind of wow. i just kind of go with it i'm just like okay hi <laughs> i cannot <laughs> stop picturing patrick swayze just holding you up oh <laughs> <Aww>, patrick <laughs> patrick swayze like the scene from ghost yeah oh that would be so cute thanks patrick if that's you. <laughs> <laughs> just just holding me in his strong arms. Um, Sorry, this is supposed to be a spooky podcast. <laughs> this is why I stopped getting the... invited to the spooky Let's Plays. <laughs> no, you're doing great. I like your spooky stories. I have, um, yeah, I have a couple others. They're house related. Only this house, man. Only this house. I don't know what it is. Haunted house? Well, I don't really feel like it is. It's just there's there's been weird times where unexplainable things happen. And I'm very, very skeptical about what and why. I, I get, like, weird feelings about things. But it like it, they just, like, come up out of nowhere, as far as I know. But uh, yeah, so um, I think you kind of know like the layout of our house a little bit, but we have kind of like this, not a winding staircase, but it like, it turns twice. So it kind of like wraps around, uh, I guess, the perimeter of the area that it comes up. So it's like, you go up a couple stairs, it turns, 
go up a set of stairs, turns again, goes up. And then we have a hallway. If you creep me on Instagram, I'm sure you'll see it in my stories. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then there's like a railing. So if you're coming out of like the bedroom, going towards the kitchen, living room, there's this railing and you can see all the way down the stairs to uh, basically our front door, like into our boot room. And there's a door there. So you can see like the base of the stairs uh, over this railing. And uh, <laughs> my studio is downstairs. And uh, I, uh, for some reason, no idea why, but uh, it was several, several months back. And I just had like this strange, strange feeling that I was being watched from the bottom of the stairs, like something was there. And so every time I passed by the railing to either go from the bedroom to the kitchen or back, I, I just had like this, this like inner dread, like I couldn't even bear to like look down the stairs at the bottom of the stairs because it, it was just like, it was unbearable. <laughs> and so for a while, I uh, like for, I think it was like a week or two, I moved all of my studio stuff upstairs to the kitchen table because I could not go down the stairs like to work and like be in that area of the house but especially just like the staircase like it was just the staircase that I could not stand which is strange that like that other weird thing happened and it had to do with the staircase so it's kind of weird a little, yeah. a little bit weird but uh yeah I definitely smoke cleansed the house after that one um after after sage, I think a week sage everywhere <laughs> just burn the house down just running through the house with sage yeah, it's good. It's good. The father-in-law is on the uh, fire department. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then addition, in addition to that, when we moved into this house, I don't know what it is with. Actually, you know what? Now that I think of it, now that we've been talking about this, it probably has to do with my my shower story and the hallway closet with the mirror at the very end. There, yeah. uh, <laughs> between the hall where I have to walk to get to my studio there's another hallway that goes um I guess I don't know down but like if you're standing at my studio door and you look and turn down this other hallway at the very end of the hallway there's a mirror hanging there and so it had been there since we moved into this house and again like it's just like this weird feeling I don't know why but like this mirror freaked me the fuck out like I could not stand this mirror and I eventually I had to take it down because every time I passed by it I was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's bad feng shui I don't know why like it's it probably has something to do with like in my unconscious subconscious about that story before and just having that like complete panic attack when the lights went out but yeah can't can't do mirrors at long long hallways yeah it is it is kind of weird it's like is that me or is that somebody else yeah that's the other thing too is that like anytime i would pass by it and it was dark you know you like in your peripherals you could see it and you could see like a dark figure moving across it and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay that's me i know it's me but it was just a very strange 
feeling. There's always that thought in the back of your head, but what if it's not me? <laughs> yeah. What if I take a step back? Is it going to take a step back? <laughs> Don't want to play that game. No. That's for sure. That's that's my my other spooky story. I yeah, I don't really know. I I get weird feelings, but I've never seen anything. You know, like I've never experienced any kind of like what I would call a, a ghost. I feel like it's just like weird like energy. a full-on ghost. Yeah, no, thank you. Never seen a full-on ghost. <laughs> now I'm just like looking over my shoulder. <laughs> well, you do have your lights off and your uh, your candles going. But I find still- that too when I get that sometimes. If if I'm uh, like, I used to have a, my couch set up in the middle of my basement so I could divide the room into different sections. But there's this big empty space behind you, right? And <laughs> and you just have this feeling like you know, it's just like this big empty space of vulnerability. <laughs> yeah like something's probably there you know yeah yeah i guess every once in a while you get that feeling and you're just like "Mm -hmm." you whip your head around nothing's there and you go back it's fine then you whip your head around again (laughs) just to check yeah make sure nothing's sneaking up yeah no i uh i uh i hate furniture that is in the middle of the room (laughs) You know, you everything has to be it. against the wall. <laughs> everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you should see if uh, if anybody that listens to the podcast has their own stories to tell. That would be really cool. Yeah. Tell to them like, to. To like tell them, tell them over what? The podcast or over I don't know. Like how do you, you want to do it? Like DMs, you, you could do uh, one of your your story things. Ooh, yeah. Like, I'm not up. I'm not up with the lingo. What would you call that? <laughs> I don't know. A question box. Yeah, there you go. You can be <laughs> like, you can. Yeah, you just post the podcast and your story, and then say, "Do you have any spooky stories?" Give me all your spoops. Spoops. <laughs> I have like kind of one more. I don't know if I'll include it, but I just wanted to tell it to you anyways. So if it if it stays in it it made the cut. It, I don't know if it's really spooky. It's just kind of another one of those like weird What's what's my brain up to? What's going on? Weird or what? <laughs> it's definitely a what. We should have got Shatner on this as a guest star. <laughs> We don't have the budget for that. <laughs> Both we'll of just us bribe are... him with ribs or something. I don't know. Ribs? Okay. Can yeah. you cook ribs? I can cook ribs. Can you cook ribs? Uh, it's questionable. It's it's a what <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay, tell us tell us your weird or what story. Okay, so. Uh... I kind of remember what age it was. I can kind of I can kind of gather from the occasion that this happened on, uh, because it was my little brother's probably first birthday or second birthday. So I would have been five or six. That sounds about right. 
anyways, so we had gotten, um, I know for sure that there was one helium balloon that we got. And uh, my, my little kid brain at this time didn't really have a good grasp on like what religion was or like what God was. Uh, so <laughs> after all the, the festivities, we were just hanging out in the living room just chilling and uh I had this like intense moment where I had this balloon in my hands and I was like I was sitting or standing on like the arm of the couch and for some reason nobody was asking me what I was doing but I was there for like a good it seemed like forever but it was probably only a couple minutes um and I was having this whole entire like dialogue in my head of hey, God, I'm praying to you. And if you are real, you'll help me fly with this balloon. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Is right. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, so I was like, uh, it was, it was like, a, like my little kid's brain understanding of like, God was like, people pray to God to ask him for things. I was like, I want to fly. <laughs> So <laughs> what a reasonable request. <laughs> I know, right? Um so yeah, so I, I I was having this like really serious discussion in my head or I guess prayer uh from what my tiny human brain understood it to be. I think I was praying and I was just like just like really really wanting it to happen. So like my idea of what was going to happen was if, if God was real, then I would be able to jump off the arm of this chair and this balloon would help me like float through the living room. So that was all good and whatever. And then I jumped and nothing happened, of course. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. This isn't, I was really this hoping isn't... for like the prequels up here. <laughs> Well, it does a little bit in, in a weird way. Um, so nothing happened. Of course, I didn't fly through the air like I had really hoped. And so then my my view of God was a little shattered. So just so disappointed. Um, but uh, I can tell you ever since then, for, for many, many years after that, I had recurring dreams of being able to just jump off of the ground and fly. And so a lot of them took place in the living room that we were, whatever house we were living at at the time. So I would just like jump off the ground and I'd be able to, it was almost like swimming through the air, but I could like go up and go down and like whatever move at my own will. And uh, that was that was kind of weird. I was thinking about it a lot yesterday when we had talked about like recording this episode of like strange things that had happened. And uh, that, that was one of them. I was kind of like, that, that's kind of weird that, that that thing led to, to those other things. And uh, so last night I was probably just thinking about it. Which is why the human brain just interests me so much. Because it's like, hey, you're thinking about this. 
let's just plug something else into the socket here and just see what happens. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, you were thinking about this thing. Um, so it's been forever since I've had any dreams like that, like many, many, many years. Like they probably stopped after I was 10 and I'm 27 now, I think. Yeah, <laughs> 27. <laughs> you think? It's still fresh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so last night, um, I wasn't really thinking too much about it. And I went to sleep and I dreamt that I was swimming through the air, flying. And I was like, I woke up this morning and I was like, what the heck? It's like, that hasn't happened in so long. And I always remember them being super fun dreams. because I was like, I love this. This is so cool. I can just like fly around and do whatever so it kind of sucked when they stopped and last night I was just like swimming around in the air it's like thanks thanks brain thanks whatever's going on in there yeah so I mean it's not really creepy it's just kind of like hmm it's, it's a chin scratcher I don't know I like I'm I'm very skeptical, like I was saying, about, like, paranormal stuff. So I think it's more interesting to me, actually, when stuff happens uh, with my brain. And I'm like, hmm, that's peculiar. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, not, it's not outside of me, you know? It's not something that's like, oh, hey, uh, yeah, the pipes in your house were expanding, so you dreamt about flying. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they don't. They don't go together. I mean, I know, no. you know, it's just, it's just interesting. I, I think I find it more interesting because I'm such a skeptical person when it comes to like ghost stories and whatnot. But uh, yeah, to have stuff happen in your brain where it's kind of like, oh, here, here's a thing. I find it interesting. Yeah. If anything, it's fun to think about the what it if. It is fun to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly it's the same reason it's fun to watch those ghost hunter shows on tlc late at night now what if <laughs> they're a bit dramatic most of the time i'm disappointed at the show because they seem to just there's like a creak and they're like ah did you hear it saw the recording <laughs> it's a voice <laughs> and then <laughs> but you watch those shows not because you walk away from it thinking like, oh my God, there's proof that it's real. You watch those shows because you're hoping that they actually get something. You know, you know they never do. But <laughs> Oh, I know. You just hope. Yeah. It's like maybe definitely. maybe in this episode, this will be the one. <laughs> I love hearing other people's spooky stories because like you, you can't verify them. It's like it's that person's experience. So it's like, maybe you've never had that experience before. And so when they talk about it, I get super freaked out. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, that happened to you. Like, that's so creepy. I don't know what I would have done, but like you telling it is making me scared because it's, yeah. it's so, um, I don't know. It's, it's so like outside of you or your like realm of experience. So I get really spooked when people just like, random people on the internet like i i will go and i'll read like spooky stories but like watching movies 
I don't know. I don't get as freaked out. I think because I know I know what to expect a little bit more from films now that there's just so many out there. But people's personal stories, yeah, they get to me. Yeah, I think another really fun spooky topic is uh, cryptids. Have you ever heard of cryptids? Yes, actually, I, <laughs> I should actually I should um, do a shout out because one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to um, by MK Miller, you can find them on Instagram. Uh, their podcast is called a Cultor podcast. And you can find it, I know, on Anchor and Spotify, and I think it's on several others. But M.K. Miller talks a lot about cryptids. So anything from, like, Mothman to creepy black dogs and, uh, like, banshees, ghosts, um, just strange things, strange creatures out there. So it's, it's worth checking out. Definitely. If you if you want to get a little a little spooked, because I listen to it while I'm working and I'm like, ooh, spooky. But, <laughs> yes, nice. go on. Go on to cryptids. What you're gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say the most the most recent one I came across and it's just it's so doofy and funny. Um, but I'm sure it would be super creepy if you saw it in person. But uh they're called the the Fresno Nightcrawlers. And they look like, oh yeah, like just a pair of legs walking <laughs> around. And the only thing I could think of, the only explanation I could come up with, because there's some video footage of of it, like nighttime stuff, and they just, they're so doofy. Like they they look like they weigh nothing. They look like they're off balance. Like it's like a, they have like this Charlie Chaplin walk. There's no body. It's just like a head and legs. Like the way i used to draw people when i was little and yeah it's they're so weird looking and <laughs> my favorite thing was when i was looking for more videos of them i came across this one it's it, probably the best video is this guy has security cam footage of one walking across his lawn and it starts off it's just standing still and you're like is that a tree and then it starts walking and <laughs> like what the fuck but somebody uh Somebody remixed it to um, <laughs> um, making my way downtown, walking <laughs> fast, walking fast. No, 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 no. Oh my God, of course they did. <laughs> and it's become my favorite thing now. I'll never forget the Fresno crawlers or the Frisco, Frisno, Frisno. Maybe it's Frisno crawler. Anyway, they're great. Look them up. Um, um. I love them because you sent yeah. them to me a long while back. And I was like, why is that pair of jeans just walking? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, what Get is it? Lawn. The only thing I can think of is that it's like some type of moving mushroom. I don't know. Oh, weird. Oh, that would be super strange. <laughs> that would be super strange. I, uh, that interests me because I've been, I've been reading about like the... I can't. Is it mycelium or mycelial network lately? Of like, yeah, just like, mycelium is like the network, like uh, underneath all the that connects all the roots to the plant and fauna. Yes, yeah. that thing. So that <laughs> could you imagine if they just like, just like, oh, let's go out for a walk, everybody. 
just a whole patch of mushrooms gets up and just like walks around just going for a stroll this place is getting a little crowded see ya <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a little meetup for fun guys yeah <laughs> i get it i i couldn't help myself i get it that was great great pun thanks, thanks. fun guys yeah well yeah i uh i don't think we have anything else for this episode so no i i think fun guys is a great wrap-up for this spooky so episode too. yeah <laughs> Ended on a on a cheerful note, a funny note. Yeah. So you can listen to this one before you go to bed. You'll just be thinking about walking jeans in the middle of the night or mushrooms. Yep. Fun guys. Fun guys. Yeah. They look like they got bell-bottom pants on. They're staying alive. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that would be such a cool Halloween costume. To be a person on Nightcrawler, it's yeah. so tough because nobody knows what it is, right? Like, it, I, I think it's, I can't remember where they are. I think they're, uh, I'd have to look it up, but it's, it's in like the southern states, I think, maybe California, but nobody, well, anytime I bring it up, nobody's ever heard of them. So, well, we're Canadians. Maybe, maybe the, uh, the Americans in my audience, which is pretty much all of my audience, has heard of them. We'll have to see. Yeah. Hey, you with the face listening to this podcast. A, tell us your spooky stories. And B, have you heard of these fun guys called the Frisno, Fresno, Frisco Nightcrawlers? The Frisco. I don't, I don't remember how to pronounce it. It's close. It's pretty close to Frisno or Fresno. Yeah. Tell us. Well, I think you wrapped up the episode better than I could have. So thanks. <laughs> thanks for doing that. No worries. It's a, a co-host duty complete. <laughs> <laughs>